What's up, Roll Britannia fans? It's me, Alex, from the podcast Roll Britannia. We are back once again for the UK Games Expo 2024, and we are so excited to bring you some amazing news. We'll be performing not once, not twice, but three times across the entire weekend. There's a show on the Friday where we'll be discussing all the ins and outs, not only how we got stuck into playing D&D for the first time, but also recording it as a podcast. It's called How Not to Suck at D&D. On Saturday, we'll be doing an improvised D&D performance where we will be taking to the stage, and you, yes, you, are going to have the opportunity to change the world around us. Tickets are available for that right now. For show number three on the Sunday, it'll be our live recording of the podcast, so you'll be able to join in the fun and witness the madness of Roll Britannia Live. Make sure you get your tickets to the UK Games Expo 2024 and come and see us, Roll Britannia, for loads and loads of Dungeons & Dragons fun. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Previously on Roll Britannia. Hi, my name's River. Nice to meet you. I've not seen you. I've board the ship before. Well, the ship is quite large, isn't it? River is a water genasi. Open the door, go straight in. I just hold it and <laughs> do like a mic drop with the stuff. <laughs> what do you think of that, Captain? Careful, because a damaged magellator might very well explode in magical energy. Oh, uh, I wish you'd have kind of told me that before I did my cool move. As a job has been completed, you fellas need paying. Four small bags of gold for you all, each containing 1,100 gold pieces. <laughs> the other item, of course, is your ticket for yes! your visit to the Quartermaster. Welcome, welcome to Golden Icosahedrons. It's a very simple game. I'd like to play with you all. I'm going to offer you the choice between each of you to either split or steal. And as you look over, it says Maurus and Derek in big lit-up letters. And under Maurus, it says steal. Oh. And under Derek, it says steal. <laughs> Me and you, Jeff. Yeah. And on one side, it says Keith. And the other side, it says Jeff. Uh, underneath Jeff's one, uh, the word split. Underneath the word P uh, appears the word steal. I just want to sneak off. Okay. I'll catch up with you guys at Argus. What are you up to, Derek? Thinking about times gone by. You can't go back to the past, but the past is starting to seep in and the horrors of the Empire are more present here than he expected. Mary, I just want to open a savings account. <laughs> and me and Maurus going to skip off hand in hand to Argus. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> 
All caught up? Good. Let's get back to the action. Um, so you're in our goose and uh, you enter this shop where there yes. is the podium in the centre with the laminated well, It's book. okay because we'll probably um, get our items last. And you s- <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> I'm buying mine on the Judging app. from the last time. I'm just going to click and collect. Click and collect. Amazing. Uh, right, so what are you two buying then? Right. Uh, What's happening? Yeah. Right. I've got a huge you, list go as well. I've got a huge um, list. So I'm, <laughs> right. I'm going to go for number 23, um, which... Yeah, I was going to say, are you ordering food? Menu. So I've done it all by numbers, <laughs> so, I can, <laughs> so I can properly navigate the uh, massive list that you sent over. You want Johan's Holy Yo-Yo. So tell us about Johan's Yo-Yo. A plus one holy symbol signed by the legendary... He- Johan himself allows the user more easily to spread the good word of your deity to teens with a radical yo-yo stunt. <laughs> nice. I like it. Um, I'm going to okay, get the, the old mystery bag. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, number, what number is the mystery bag? A small patchwork leather briefcase is all it says. Yep. That's all it um, is. Okay, lovely. I'm going to get, uh, what was You're it? You're the guy who 40, buys 49, on eBay, aren't you? <laughs> Don't know what you're going to get. 49 but... is the compass of true desire. Okay. A tarnished brass compass which does not point north. Once per day, this compass can be used to direct the user to their truest desire. The DM will roll a D20, whoever he is, to determine how accurate or useful this item will be. <laughs> This item will then point you towards your quest goal. Or Nando's, because I'll be able to use my black card. That's true, that's true, yeah. Um, uh, okay, anything I'm else? I'm going to go for number 25, which I believe is a grappling hook. Um, Good choice. I think, I think I we're safe to say so. we know what a grappling hook does. And uh, number 54, uh, the pocket omniscope. Okay. A small arcane device made up of a glass-like orb mounted in a brass claw. The device helps the user to see their surroundings in third person, providing a fresh perspective. Grants advantage to perception. There you go. Very nice. Anything else, or is that all of it? Uh, uh, that's that's it. Cool. Okay, so you jot all those down on the little piece of yeah. paper with a tiny little pencil, uh, and you wander up to the pay here counter, pay here, and Argus appears, and he says, Hark! and uh, holds out his hand. And I'll turf over all of the gold. Two thousand and twenty, uh, two two thousand two hundred, I believe. Okay, and he says "hark" and holds out his hold, takes the gold from you, holds out his hand for the piece Slaps of paper. Slaps it into his feathery hand. Okay, he looks at it, says "hark, hark," stamps it, and then uh, hands it back to you Ooh. and with a receipt and indicates the chairs over. By the- well, I'm just going to go over and sit down with the chairs then. Do I have a number? Uh, yeah, you do actually. Woo! It says one. 
But you know it won't work like that. <laughs> right. Many things to buy. Come on then, Keth. What are we buying? I'm imagining the scene from The Matrix where he just goes, guns. Lots of guns. And then just rows of them just appear. <laughs> Except you're First just looking for a laminated the... book. <laughs> yeah. I'm just whispering that. He's got guns. Lots of guns. So... First thing uh, that I'm going to buy is I'm going to scribble down number 17, which is a blunderbuss. Very nice. I think I think Bertha needs some backup. Bertha so that's a 1D12 bludgeons two-handed. So it's... <laughs> nice. <laughs> Pretty meaty. Then I'm going to scribble down because I'm going to um, try to improve the old musket a bit is to get a sight. That's Ooh. number 19, which is the mounted musket sight of things far away. <laughs> so, <I> mean, <laughs> so that increases range by 30 feet, so that will really make a, make a good difference. Then um, I need some at close range as well, so I'm going to buy myself an arcane pistol, which is Ooh. number 14. An ornate yep. pistol, which is always loaded, and it deals nice. 2d6 plus 1 piercing. One of them, and I'm also going to add to that. Yeah, it's got more than that. It does more than that. It does uh, 2d6 plus 1 piercing damage plus 1d4 fire damage. Ah, I didn't want to go into the details. I didn't want to bore the listeners. (laughs) Well, Um, you know. Okay, so then um, I'm going to add to that uh, the pistol sight of arcane pointing. Um, so it gives this attachment, which I'll probably yeah, go underneath it, will be a, yep. a plus one to hit targets within 30 feet. Very nice. And then finally, as a little bit of my loose change, I'm going to buy number seven, which is loose toy building bricks. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and the description here, and Kef sort of peers in a bit more, is... These small, colourful bricks are a delightful toy for kids of all ages. Plus, they can be dropped on the ground as a trap, causing 1d4 plus 1 damage to anyone walking over them. And so this would cause uh, this would count as difficult terrain. So imagine that would be hilarious to use. Yeah, you've got a bag of 100 bricks. mm, So then Keth goes, you know, gets this piece of paper and a a 3,000, over 3,000 gold, and then I'm like, he's going to stop. And then look back, and then go back to the laminated catalogue because he feels guilty a little bit at this point, <laughs> and he feels that he should buy Jeff a present. Oh, <laughs> so because it yeah. goes back. Aww. That's quite sweet. And he's trying to think back. Because oh, he's always you know, stabbing things, and oh, I know what this guy. I know what he needs. So then he so scribbles down is it, another are you number buy it gift wrapped? on his piece of paper. No, it's okay. <laughs> okay, I forgot. No, yeah, take, take yeah, take headphones off. Take headphones off. <laughs> right. What's he got? What so then he, got? he scribbles. <laughs> he scribbled down with my with the five hundred gold that he stole from him <laughs> at the <laughs> at the the golden eye game. I the Hedrons, name yeah. which I can't say. Okay, so Hedron's game. The 500 gold he's going to spend on a flintlock pistol for Jeff, which I think would be pretty oh. cool. Uh, yes. A well-made but simple flintlock pistol does 1d6 plus 1 piercing damage. It, it was either that or five sets of loose <laughs> toy building bricks. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with that. So that'll be my that'll be Kev's little present to nice. Jeff when he appears. 
Okay, right. very nice. So, okay. I'm all good. Uh, and I will, I, I guess, Keth walks <laughs> over. Yep, head up to the counter, hand it over to our goose. He says, huh. Uh, you give him the gold. And <laughs> produce this huge bag of gold. Just individually. <laughs> and he goes, honk. Um, takes Count the gold it. from you, writes you out a receipt, hands it to you, and gestures to the uh, gestures to the chairs. Whoa. And on your receipt is the number 18. Maris, what number did you get? Uh, one. This point. Why did I get... Why did I get 18? There's nobody else in it. Just, because... Uh, can I walk in and say, I might be able to answer that, Keth. Um, hi, I got my click and collect order here. Uh, it's number... <laughs> it's numbers 2 num- to 17. <laughs> yeah, numbers 2 to 17. Um... <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't Individual really work out orders. the app system. It wasn't very clear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Give me that receipt. Uh, yeah, right, sure. So what did you? Got, what did you order? Um, I, well, it's a bit awkward because I got a fifty, a number fifty-three, which is deodorant soap. Being a uh, a young lad, I felt that that was quite important. Nice. Uh, now, deodorant soap. It's a bar of soap that when used to wash one's body, it eliminates not only body odour, you'll thank me later, lads, but it also grants plus one to stealth and persuasion, because, you know, badge loss and all. Uh, That lasts for a day. Now, I'm a lad, as we all discussed in the first episode, so I've got a couple of them. Um, Well, yeah. Okay. okay. When you say couple, do you mean ten? No, I got five. If it's if there are enough in stock, uh, yeah, you can have five if you want. I will add a caveat to that though: that that only works unless you get dirty again. Because if you get dirty or sticky or disgusting, the effects are going to wear off. That's fair. Yeah, he's a teenager, so he's always going to be sticky and disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> it's a permanent state. We all live through it. We did. It's true. Um, we, we did. What else did we get? So that was the first five I had to order them individually the first yep. five of those because I couldn't work out the app so that's five <laughs> he had to put in his card details five times yeah it was really just to get some soap <laughs> just, you know his new account um, now I'm also in the, in the mood at the moment I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to build relationships because apparently the ones that I thought I had with people such <coughs> Keth <coughs> I didn't think were that strong <laughs> Because you know he's just robbed me, so I'm I'm going to purchase some slap bracelets of BFFs, um, which is a number uh, fifty nine. Okay. Now what they do? Uh, yeah, uh, sure. They, a set of a set of slap bracelets in complementary complementing designs, featuring the inscriptions "Best Friends Forever," that will mirror each other's state. So when one is straightened, the other magically straightens, and likewise when they're curled. So I think that could. You know, be banter at some point. <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't like to straighten your best friend's slap bracelet? <laughs> just so it just falls off anyway. their wrist. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff and his crude double entendres. <laughs> um, I'm going to make your getting? slap bracelet curl, my friend. Um, and then I also found, you know, I'm a child basically still at this point, 17. Um, I'm going to get a Furby of recording. Who doesn't like a good old Furby? Okay. Um, that's number 65 <laughs> for those of you with the catalogue open in front of you. Um, flip through and this toy it looks like a tiny fey animal with big creepy eyes the Furby can store one spell of any level and cast it autonomously a given number of minutes later any creature 
can cast a spell of any level into the Furby by reciting the spell while staring into the Furby's eyes. Not creepy at all. And then saying how many minutes later they want the spell to activate. If the Furby can't hold the spell, the spell is expended without effect. The spell uses the slots level, save uh, spell save DC, spell attack bonus, and spell casting ability of the original caster, but it is otherwise treated as if you cast the spell. Once the Furby's spell is expended, it can no longer be used for this purpose, but it will repeat random snippets of dialogue. That's the bit I'm actually more excited about. I'm not gonna like the spell thing sounds cool. I don't really know much about how magic works at this moment, so I'll get there. But the bit of it just random I can't wait just to hear you randomly gibbering on repeating bits of conversation. That'll be funny. Um so that's mainly for banter. And then, okay. of course there's more. I also found uh, I need a bit of help now. I don't really know what's going on, so I've gone to number thirty five. Okay. That's a Clippy, your paperclip friend. Yes. Oh, I'm so glad you chose this. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. I'm because, so excited. Well, once per day, you can uh, once per day it can be used to ask Clippy for guidance in your current situation. Rolling a d20 will determine how helpful Clippy is. I really regret this already, I think. Um, <laughs> once activated for the remainder of the day, Clippy may pop up to offer advice on your current situation. Again, something that I just think is amusing. You randomly giving me advice it'd be helpful yep. uh, this advice yep. may or may oh wait hang on this may advice may or may not be helpful or quiet um, or quiet oh god <laughs> Clippy can be disabled by screaming the magic words Windows Vista was an excellent operating system sorry well, you're never going to say that by actual... accident aren't you? Oh, yeah, it actually says at full volume so it'd be more <clears throat> no one's ever said Windows it Vista no. <laughs> Was an excellent operating system. <laughs> oh, my neighbours heard me say that. <laughs> They've lost all respect for you. Yeah. <laughs> I think we all have a take bit. Take me seriously. Yeah. Yeah, take me seriously, please. I know what I'm talking about with tech. So those are my Is items. that everything? Um, right, yeah, okay. Yeah, that, that is, that is um, everything. Um, yeah. Yeah. I've got 18, 1,850... You head up to Till, hand and uh, our goose your money. He says, ah, and uh, hands you the receipt and indicates the seats. And my items. Uh, no, you still got to go and get those. <laughs> as, as, you, as you head over to the seats, um, you see Derek walk in, exchange a brief glance. His eyes are all like bloodshot a little bit. And he goes, ah, it's just, just allergies. It's just allergies. Derek's stoned again. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been doing in that room? Why are you so exhausted? It's just, just allergies. <laughs> it's Was William Shakespeare in the room, Keth? Did... Oh, fuck. Sorry, Derek. We didn't tell you he'd gone back to the room. Oh, well. <laughs> I must have surprised you. It, yeah, I was... Uh, had to wrestle with that snake, but not for the first time. Oh, all right. <laughs> hey. uh, so I'm going to head over. Uh, oh, what okay. was your number, by the way? Oh, it was two to seventeen, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was two, two through seventeen. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna flicking through. Uh, I would like to buy. Um, I'm just actually, yeah, I'm just shy of about three grand. I think it is. Um, I'd like to go for a number thirty-seven pocket pub portal. Uh, oh, great choice! Nice. Um, nice. A simple 
door handle that can be attached to any surface and used to open to a, a door to a pocket dimension containing a simple British village pub. Uh, it's always happy hour and there's a great selection of bar snacks and it's a place where everybody knows my name. Uh, not you Cheers. guys, just me. Um, <laughs> um, Imagine that mid battle. The other patrons are all well, well. Um, the other patrons are always there, always the same, and always drinking pints of foaming beer in pewter tankards. The important part is short rests taken in the pocket pub uh, will grant an extra one d eight hit points. I have Very two nice. questions. I have really two questions. One is more important than the other. One is basically, can other people go in there? Yes. Sound good. And the pocket other pub. one, excellent. The other one is, what is the name of the pub? What is the name of the pub? Yes. I'll leave that up to you. Nice work. Uh, it's your pub. Uh, your I've got a pub. slightly more important question. Because it's magical. Does everybody else benefit from the uh, 1D8 HP? Everyone. Uh, yeah. Everyone benefits. Yeah. Everybody yeah. Short rest, a short rest there. Yeah. Yep. Because is it's it a magical, chain of Nancy's. No, <laughs> I think I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll have a oh, thing. I hope Nancy's immortalized in the and, pocket. Uh, pool. I'm looking. I'm looking forward first, to finding out the name of this pub. Yeah, I'll tell you. <laughs> um, so, and also while when I'm we here, go in. I'd like to. Well, it's going to be a welcome to you know. Then you'll see. Um, oh, I would also like, like an to episode buy... of Cribs. Yeah, <laughs> step on into my pub. Happens. Boom! Handle <laughs> in the table. I um, imagine you opening up a giant table. That'd be a wicked. <laughs> That'd be so good, and everybody wants. <laughs> I'd like to buy the arcane pistol for eight hundred. Ooh, um, nice. As well, uh, yeah. Uh, and I'd also like to get uh, the same one. Sorry that Keth bought. Um, yeah. I'd also like to get the. That, that, that's okay. Poppins braces of blades. Uh, yep. Which I cannot. <laughs> currently find uh, there it is um, for a, another thousand gold so it's a simple leather bracer that provides no armor but uh, once per turn the wearer can draw 1d2 magic daggers from it so these daggers disappear at the start of your next turn so I can like just keep keep firing daggers so that's going to be cool uh, and then I'd like to buy uh, two packs of toy bricks for a hundred gold oh you'd like two hundred gold bricks very exciting uh, sorry plaque yeah, gold uh, bricks. toy bricks uh, uh, sorry bricks. Toy uh, bricks. Uh, is it <laughs> Yeah, 200 toy bricks. It's 100 yeah, per bag, yeah. Yeah, wicked. Yep. Nice. Is that everything? That's shocked up. you that I didn't get those. Go over <laughs> to the counter. Okay. Yep. Go. Honk. Yeah, that, that place. No mess about. I have about. 270 gold left. Honk. Just, Holds out his hand. Just, just give him the coin. Thank you very Honk. much. Have, have, he have hands you a receipt. Day. And yeah, uh, on, that, on that receipt, it has the number 102. Uh, <laughs> welcome to my world. I didn't really have much to do this afternoon, but uh, okay, never mind. Um, and while you sat there, uh, the first number to get called up was number one. And uh, yes. Derek, you can see all your items have appeared on the shelf behind <laughs> our goose. And uh, as you approach, he hands them all to you. And he says, honk, honk, honk. And you take all those away. The next item to come up, uh, the number floats across the screen and it says number 102. And Derek, do you go up? I mean, you go up and... Didn't I just... uh, Oh, I think you said Derek when you meant to say Malrus. You said Derek instead of Malrus, yeah. Yes. (laughs) You said number one and then Derek, you go up and collect your items. Oh, sorry, yes. (laughs) 
I did. That, yeah, that's right. Uh, I think Maurice that collected his items. Derek <laughs> yeah. goes up, collects his items. And up next is numbers two through 17. Yes! All one after the other. Of course. In quick succession. Oh, man. And Jeff, you go up I and love, collect all your I items. Hate this place in equal measure. And then, uh, and then our goose just sort of disappears out the back. <laughs> For a cheeky smoke. <laughs> He's really got it in there, hasn't he, Kev? That damn goose. Can I, I'd like to walk over to Derek at this point while, he, while we're waiting, Keth getting more seething, and just give him one of the slap bracelets. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> um, I think you've gone for a tough time. Derek, recently, did you mate. buy number 38? Number 38. The f- no, dark. No, I can't afford it. And and um <laughs> maybe one day. What was number 38? Um you know what? You know full well what number 38 is. Um Jeff. Um I can't see it. Derek, the- Derek claps nah. him on the shoulder and goes, "Thanks for this, mate." Um We'll get number oh. thirty-eight soon, mate. Yeah, it's one fine. day, one day. Honestly, this is a start. what is number thirty-eight? I can't Honestly, see this world's most expensive fake I've beard. Been, I've got a, <laughs> I've got a feeling I might be able to do without it for a while, and um, I think that <laughs> good, mate. Might only be because hanging out with uh, more accepting people. Well, it's good to say. hear, buddy. Slap, at which point I very hard slap it onto his wrist. I smack after that beautiful moment, Ow! just slap. Uh, and then I pull out, I pull out the little dog tag, and I go, oh, "I might need to use to spare the dying." As you're having this conversation, you see our goose really wander back joke. out behind the counter. Here he is. Our goose uh, has some stuff in his arms, has a few packages, a few items, and the number calls up. It says uh, number eighteen, and. Keth, you go up and yes, collect all your the items. the armory has arrived. Uh, and he asks for lots of Jeff. ID checks just to confirm you are, so you are eligible to purchase firearms. Um, Imagine if there was like a seven-day <laughs> waiting period. <laughs> <laughs> a cooling-off period. Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. Yeah? Jeff. Uh, Come no, I've got. I've got nothing left. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Look. Yeah. Yes. Yes, Keth. You might need this. Huh? And then Keth reaches behind him. Whoa! And then... Keth puts his hands in the air. Keth reaches... <laughs> As if to draw. <laughs> and then brings out from behind him. And he... Um, and he turns the item over in his hand and flips it. Um, so that <gasps> Jeff can grab it. But then he says, before that you can see the item, he goes, Jeff! Close your eyes. Oh, okay. Oh, Derek, and, and keep he, an eye out, please. Yeah. Open your Derek hands. Falls his fists. <laughs> <laughs> and then I gently lay the item in his hands. And I go, look, I'm sure you'll find this useful. And I'm not all that bad. And then he opens his eyes and then and then uh in his hands is that is a brand new shiny flintlock pistol. Oh wow. Wicked. Thank you very much. I have had terrible thank you Kef. I've had real terrible <laughs> luck with um attacking things recently until that one moment in the cave and I don't or the library and I really think that's going to happen again. This is um this is a good gesture. Thank you. I really appreciate it. It's been such and a lovely day of giving. And, uh, 
He's uh, scratched in there and very stealing. quickly with this dagger. He's scratched in there, the stealer. So there you go. Oh, There's the name of your pistol. The <laughs> because every pistol needs a name. Excellent. Nice. Excellent. Um, since uh, since we're and talking we'll about the, uh, free later. I would like to run up and give him a hug. Aww. I want to hug him, whether he wants it or not. Um, roll to hit, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Natural twenty. <laughs> you hug him. <laughs> Yes! Oh, this is like the best hug anyone has ever given. Keth, you feel like warmed and loved. Oh. I can roll well for emotion things. You feel made safe. You feel made safe and secure by this hug. <laughs> it's been a long time since I felt this happen. Derek looks over at Mal Russ <laughs> and just sort of like. I then back away from the hug, looking confused. I feel like, uh, <clears throat> uh, um, just never mind. Never mind. Only point that is someone you want to kill. All right, just <clears throat> don't. And then it's all go running around with it. <laughs> you know, um, the box fist, yeah, like, he punches him on the shoulder. <laughs> Since we're talking about the pistols, I'll just highlight a couple of things about the new pistols. You've got the uh, yeah, what's um, my flintlock do? So the flintlock pistol has a feature called uh, has a range of between thirty and ninety, and it has a feature. The new pistols have a feature called misfire. Now, uh, misfire is a uh, function that if you roll uh, equal to or below the misfire number, you uh, your weapon will misfire and you won't take a shot that turn. So even if you roll to hit and your damage roll is below the misfire number, your your pistol just will not fire. Right. Um, so the misfire number for your new flintlock pistol is two. So you roll two. 1d6 plus one. Um, so basically, if you roll a one, your pistol doesn't fire. Um, the arcane pistol is slightly different. It doesn't have a misfire function. It has a risky function. So the arcane weapons, these weapons are of an arcane origin and they're inherently unstable, being of a semi-real construction. A miss with this weapon is counted as a form of malfunction because you haven't missed, it just hasn't fired correctly. And this causes damage to the device. For every misfire, the weapon's risk number goes up by one. For a critical miss, it goes up by two. The next time this weapon is fired, if the damage roll is lower than the risky number, then the device will explode in the user's hand, causing that damage to the user. Oh, shit. Okay. okay. I like it. So at the moment, they are set as a risky of one, which means it's basically impossible to have that happen to you from the beginning. It just gets yep. easier and easier to do as you miss as you miss with it. Uh, so it deals mm-hmm. 2d6 yep. plus one, which means for the first sort of three misses, there's absolutely no risk of it happening at all. For the arcane pistol yeah. because you have to roll a one to do it and the, lo- the yeah. lowest you can roll is three yeah <laughs> yeah fair. um but the more <laughs> yep, times yep. you miss the more the more da- because it's not you actually missing what's happening in functional terms is the gun is kind of magically jamming a little and okay. causing damage cool, cool, cool. yeah um for the gotcha. braces of blades um yep. it says it, you can draw 1d2 magic daggers from it just because of like yep. Certain enemies have resistances to non-magical damage. Do those daggers count as mm-hmm. magical damage? They are magical Wicked. daggers, yeah. Wicked! Okay. Uh, any other questions about any of the items? Oh, do you know what we need to find out? Malrus? Hmm? You bought the uh, the mystery bag. I did, yeah. Do you want to open it? <laughs> or are you going to save that for later? Um... No, I'll open it. You'll open it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Go on, he Malibus. confidently <laughs> opens it. 
So your uh, your mystery bag, which cost you 300 gold, is a small patchwork leather briefcase. And inside, when you open it, you find 1,500 gold pieces, a potion of healing, and a troll doll Ooh. with pink hair and no clothes on. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> That's right, up your street. So it? was it 1,500 <laughs> 1, gold, gold pieces, pieces, a potion of healing, and a troll doll with pink hair and no clothes on. Go and get another couple. Malra strides confidently back to the laminated catalogue <laughs> and starts leafing through to the toy section. <laughs> They're like scratch cards. <laughs> I know what mine will be. It, it, it's just not over. <laughs> you get number one million <laughs> and you receive some sawdust. <laughs> right, is everyone done with their shopping? Or any other questions? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so... After the, after you've done a bit of shopping, you all head off back to your cabin and you all have a lovely night. You go karaoke and do all sorts of things and fun things around the ship. So before we go any further, let's all do our level ups. Yay! Oh, wicked. Hello there. Jolly nice to see you all. Uh, wait a minute, that's all right. <clears throat> Avast, ye scurvy swabs. That's better. It's me. The dashing yet dastardly dangerous dungeon master, James. This is a swift pause so that I can square off some all-important thank yous and personal mentions before we get our hooks back into the adventure. Firstly, all of us here want to say a kraken-sized thank you for choosing to listen to Royal Britannia. We are delighted that you are still here adventuring with us and that you've obviously brought some extra shipmates with you because we now have over 9,000 downloads, which is absolutely stupendous. We have some personal messages for a couple of our fantastic listeners out there. Firstly, to Karina Spickets on Twitter. Thank you for the really positive comment you gave us. Worry not, there is no shortage of laughs and plenty more to come. We'd also like to thank Megs Earl on our Facebook page. We're really glad that our piratical nonsense keeps you company on the way to work. And although we keep meaning very much to keep rolling 20s, quite often the exact opposite happens. So, sorry. Uh, Now, returning once again to Random Celebrity Shoutout. Yeah, this week we are rather honoured that Mr. Stephen Fry and Joe Brand have been listening to Roll Britannia. Definitely, absolutely. (laughs) Who knows? Maybe they have. I don't know. They haven't. But if they have, we just want to say thank you so much, just in case. Yeah. (laughs) Now, as always, you can reach out and chat with us via Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. The links are all in our bio. But the best place to catch us is on our shiny Discord server. We love being able to chat with you guys, and we really appreciate it when you get in touch. You can ask us questions, give us some ideas, and if you're really, really, really lucky, I might even use your name for the next NPC. Hmm. We absolutely love making this podcast, so we're so glad that there are so many of you out there that love it too. So, why not tell your friends and give us a fantastic review, eh? Yeah? So, wherever you get your podcasts from, whether that be Spotify, Apple, Google, Podchaser, so many, uh, just don't forget to hit that subscribe button, or Malrus will turn into a frog uh, once he's found the appropriate Halloween spell. Anyway, talking of Halloween, it's finally here. The uh, doubly terrifying, doubly horrifying, double episode week. 
a Halloween special. It's nearly upon us. Don't forget to listen out on All Hallows Eve. This Saturday, the 31st, obviously. Heads will roll, guts will spill, and curses will unfold, and your blood will chill. <laughs> anyway, that's quite enough from me. So it's time to draw your daggers, grit your teeth, and charge back into the mayhem. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Not so fast, James. Little old Alex here is just going to butt in to bring you a quick word from our sponsor, Manscaped. Now, I don't know about you, but after all this lockdown business, it was starting to get pretty tragic down there. Let's just say it looked like somebody had rolled a hot dog across a barbershop floor. But no longer. No, I am a new, sleek, and frankly more aerodynamic man, thanks to the care packages Manscaped sent to the Buccaneers. Manscaped have just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0, all across Europe, and I've got to say, it's pretty impressive. The Lawnmower 4.0 uses a ceramic blade with four different length settings, and their advanced skin safe technology really helps avoid a lot of those nasty nicks you might get in your knickers. I must say, it was really nice to be able to relax down there. It's a scary moment in every young boy's life, but fear not. Manscaped's new trimmer even has an LED torch for precision shaving when you need to dive into the thicker undergrowth. Manscaped have literally gone balls to the wall on this design, and the trimmer's wireless charging dock not only looks cool, but it runs off a USB-C, which is convenient because although they include one in the box, I also have about a bajillion of them in my house, so I can shave for days, baby! Along with their new Lawnmower 4.0, Manscaped were also kind enough to send us some delightfully scented ball deodorant, which is a bit like a moisturiser for your bits, and this refreshing little potion called a ball toner, and I've got to tell you people, my balls have never been more toned. Also, if you use both of them in your routine, you end up with a spicy and cooling winter treat that'll be your little secret all day long. But it's not just for those of us with dangly downstairs parts. Manscaped also offer a variety of flexible products to suit your grooming needs, from trimming your nose hair to pruning the lady garden. It's no wonder they've already got 4 million customers worldwide. Well, 4 million and 1 now, I guess. So if you're not a fan of the 70s fro, but you are a fan of this podcast, go to manscaped.com and use the offer code ROLLBRIT to get 20% off with free worldwide shipping. That's ROLLBRIT, R-O-L-L-B-R-I-T, for 20% off and free worldwide shipping at manscaped.com. Manscaped, precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. We now return you to your regularly scheduled bickering. Leveling, leveling. Who wants to go first? Derek, are you ready to... Level up. Do you want to go first and just talk yeah, through sure, some sure, of the sure. highlights of you're going up to level five now from level three? So what have you got? What have you got? So my proficiency bonus has obviously gone up uh, to Whoop. three. My I instead of taking a feat, I took um, some ability um, scores. So I think I increased my dexterity and nice. maybe my charisma. Um, can't, I did it a while ago, so I can't remember. As, as, when it comes to abilities... You have lost one to your AC, though, overall. Yeah, I have what, lost one to my AC, yeah. yeah, um, Because of last session. This level, I can do a thing called um, Uncanny Dodge, which means that incoming mm. attacks, uh, if they're made by somebody that's that I can see, I can use my reaction to half the, the incoming damage, um, and I just get to do that, which is pretty cool. Uh, and then my nice. sneak attack uh, damage has gone up to uh, 3d6. Ooh, pretty much very exciting. Cool. Uh, Keth, do you want to go next? So for uh, I've done my rolls now, so that my uh, my HP has now gone from twenty six up to forty two. Okay, Ooh. so he's getting a bit mm-hmm. nice. He's getting a bit 
Getting a bit chunkier is Keth. That's good. Uh, also, things like my strength and dexterity has improved, along with my proficiency bonus. Nice. Hit dice has gone from 3d10 to 5d10. Wow. And big things, really, is I get an extra spell slot. So um, I can get some more spells. I can go from three to four. And I also, with level five, the big thing is I get an extra attack Ooh. now. So I get two attacks per go. Ooh. So hopefully I can actually start being semi sort of useful. Um, start making these, uh, these fights actually like, and- fightable now. <laughs> yes. Along with my huge armory that I've got strapped to my back now. <laughs> you are sort of a walking There's a arsenal. broom and a musket. <laughs> I am. I'm, about, I'm out of my limit, really. I've got a broom and a blunderbuss and a musket. And, and a pistol. A dagger and an axe and a pistol. So there, that's why I kind of went, I've got too many pistols. He's Here's one for you, Jeff. He's planking all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that, that was a genuine present. But um, yeah, basically, big, you know, he's bigger and tougher few more weapons and I can actually start doing you know double attacks now which is going to be really really useful nice. so hopefully you could do some more useful ranger things and just be a bit of a more of a badass oh, half orc yeah. I like it nice um Maurus, do you want to go yep uh yes uh, what do you need from me exactly what, some what highlights parts all the information uh, highlights uh, so my hit points have gone up to 38 Oh, um, you might you might be able to survive more than one hit now. I possibly, yeah. My charisma has gone up by one. Uh, my proficiency bonus has gone up by one. Uh, I've gained more spell slots for yep. spell things. And, you won't use them. No, I probably won't. No, <laughs> <laughs> and um, I, I've got a few sort of. Um, uh, let me see. Just some more trickster stuff has oh. now become available. Ooh, um, the trickster. So that's cool. And uh, I've now got a, a feat, a, a, a telepathic feat. <laughs> Your feet can read minds. Is... Your feet can do what? Your yes, are they can read minds. They can read other feet. <laughs> I can, read I can speak telepathically to other feet. I'm really sore. <laughs> this is why he's now changing his name to Sketchers. Um, <laughs> yeah. And Malrus the Veruca song. And you'll be sound like also glad to know that uh, my stealth's gone up by one. Excellent. Hey, he's That's even stealthier. Lovely. Well yeah. done. Very Ever nice. so slightly stealthier. Oh. And I think for the first the proper time, trickster. we're going to go for Jeff as well. Because oh, I somehow yes. managed to sneak it past everyone last time, but no one actually talked. We didn't actually no, talk yeah. about his, uh, yeah. his upgrades. You just yes! Said, you let me get away with the fact that I've rolled 2d20 and uh, 2d6, and I've gone up five hit points. <laughs> okay, bye, That's next. all I did. And everyone was like, sound, cool. Right, moving on. <laughs> oh. They've accepted I'm useless. T- Excellent. Yeah, I just Stage thought one his complete. class was just like average man. <laughs> Human. Um, so Human man. With, yeah, he's just chosen an NPC. With the addition of, um, as anyone who hasn't yet guessed out there, sorcerer, um, additional class to my human variant um i i now have the ability to do a few more things such as spells and shit um this is my spell casting ability 
stems from my charisma. As you all know, I am very charismatic. And in this increase, I have now gone up from plus two and plus two of wisdom charisma to plus three and plus three, because um, they only had to go up by one. And so now I've got plus five on things like, uh, plus six on things like deception and uh, plus six on persuasion and all kinds of goodness like that. So I'm naturally now already pretty persuasive. So screw you, Badge. I don't need that. I'm my own man now. I'm 19. I'm coming up. Let's do this, world. You can see what Jeff Silverbow's made of. Um, I can also do spells. I've got meta magic. I'm 90% sure about what that does. I'm pretty sure it's sort of like a, a, a booster pack for a spell. So it's I've got I've chosen sure quicken spell an empowered spell. So this basically means I, I can do spells pretty much instantly if I want to. Um, they don't have to have any time lag. Um, and empowered spell basically just boosts them, I believe. Pretty much, yeah. I yeah, think. you can go up in power and stuff like that. Um, and then I've also got some spells, but I feel like I, I don't really know what they are yet. Because um, I'm, well, I'm new to this whole magic thing, guys. <laughs> um, I don't really know how to play spells. So I guess the orb will occasionally give me a spell that I might know how to use or a suggestion of a, a spell that might be good. It might come to me in some manner that I don't really comprehend at this point. Hopefully, I'll get a handle of it at some point. We shall see. So we've got two spellcasters, one who doesn't know how to spell use spells and one who doesn't like to cast spells. Okay, cool. But your magic There's a reason behind. behind it. There's a reason behind it. <laughs> There's a reason I'll just beat them all to it. death and Derek will steal, I'll everything. steal everything. I'm pretty sure you're quite good at I'll do spell too, dying. Okay. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> People in glass houses. I accept your apology <laughs> with the, uh, the flintlock pistol, but I'm you still bitching about it. You steal a prize, you give a guy a pistol. God. Okay, so now we've uh, now we've established the, the, your new abilities. You you spend the next couple of weeks at sea, um, sailing about. Uh, the captain's got some plans in mind. What do you guys get up to? What do, what do each of you do? What's what? How do you spend your time over the next sort of two weeks? Well, what Kath's going to do is going to spend every get every evening getting smashed. And trying to flog this boy <laughs> to anybody who wants it, because it was really kicked down by um, Frostbit going, "I'll give you fifty for it," and I was like, uh, "Okay." So, and then in the in the day, he's going to be out on deck uh, training, trying trying desperately to train Will to be more accurate and to be a better flying snake. Okay. And then working on karaoke in the afternoon, <laughs> in the afternoon. before getting smashed all over again. <laughs> yeah, he's practicing for karaoke. <laughs> Practice just goes and sings to himself. Um, oh, can you roll, Kev, could you roll shower. 1d20, please? I'm glad you've gone first now. He's got a natural 20. <laughs> I did! Oh, nice! I did! Excellent. <laughs> I've completed d and You win d and no, I'm just going to say that uh, as a result of your training with Bill Snakespear, Bill, Snake, <gasps> Bill Snakespear goes up one level. Oh, yes, my God. he does. Thank goodness me. All will be revealed as to how he improves. Does it do the thing like in Pokemon where he like flashes? and Yes, and it, it actually like, evolves. Yeah. Bum, bum, a little bum, bum, a, bum, a light bum. emerges from him and it just sort of, you know. Oh, we have a different description there. Powerful, yeah. 
So the yeah. next, so basically, you've been training oh, him. He's right. You've been you. training him in secret, and so next time we have to battle, he's going to suddenly emerge. You're going to give us a new description of what this new buff William Snakes bit. I can. It's a flying anaconda wait. now. That's um, going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll look a bit different. He'll be he'll be a bit he'll be more effective, and hopefully, be a bit smarter Excellent. Oh, as well. Rather oh. than um, okay, just destroying peace accords like it normally does. <laughs> how uh, how is everyone else spending the next? Two he months? loves doing it. Um, I. Derek um, privately starts keeping a diary. Um, Aww. Oh, God. Uh, he starts keeping a diary. Um, but he's got, he puts a little sort of like, um, little lock on it. It's not trapped, but it is locked. Um, a lock <laughs> that you can only open with thieves' tools and that kind of thing. Um, I've got those. And- <laughs> Reassuring. Yeah, but you don't know where it is, though, do you? <laughs> in the old scribbling, making in the note. old prison wallet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh, this diary? Wow. Um, it's only a little pocket book. The prison so wallet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, he uh, an old spends battered prison some time wallet. when no one's looking, practicing a new skill that he's learned um, on just, you know, people um, on deck that that he just goes, just do me a favor, let me switch seats with you. Um, just say yes. And then he, from across the room, he, he does his thing. Um, what? And I think <laughs> while we go for pre's for karaoke, um, uh, and out at sea, he's able, to, he's able to sort of, Keeping the diary, I think, helps him a little bit. Um, his spirits perk up a little bit. And after a couple of days, uh, he they're planning prees for karaoke, and he, he places the handle to the pocket pub portal on the wall um, in the room, turns it, uh, swings open the door, and he, and he turns to the rest of them, and he says, Gentlemen, welcome to my pub, The Wizard's Sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> Yes! Uh, yes. <laughs> Go magical with the name. Drinks are on the house. Yes. <laughs> As you go inside, I you just hear you hear all there. the patrons just go, Derek! Like that. Oh, hello, lads. It's me. <laughs> but I brought some friends over. Treat them nicely. <laughs> they Norm, all cheer. There and you are. Merriment continues. <laughs> Norm, there you uh, are. Okay. <laughs> Um, I hope I hope the bar girl the bar I hope the bar lady is a version of Nancy just for she's Derek because he really likes Nancy. She's a version of Nancy, but like certain things, like uh, her eye colour is different slightly because he can't quite remember. <laughs> <laughs> her voice is slightly <laughs> off. And that kind so of thing. You've designed this barmaid, then. Just just to be clear, this is a fabricated. You've made this yeah, barmaid. Yeah. I was like, oh Nancy, I'm, uh, she's nice, but she's ever so slightly off. <laughs> <laughs> So the woman in red for the Matrix. Yeah. She's called okay. Nancy. <laughs> yeah. Um, Maurus. This is a British. How are, you, how are you spending yeah. the next two weeks? So uh, I guess in and out of sort of relaxing in the crow's nest, just for that lovely view, I'll be practicing my yo-yo tricks on deck. Nice. Um, and how good are these yo-yo? Tricks? Going to doing the cat's cradle, the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, the dog around the world, <laughs> runaway train. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've lost it. And uh, the dog. how many teens are there on board being converted to his religion? <laughs> At least one. <laughs> oh, wait to the, uh, the the fables Tamagotchi. <laughs> um, nice. And yeah, just sort of 
Um, I go into the bar like everybody else. Just uh, roll a d20 for me to see how how uh, roll a d20 to see how radical these uh, yo-yo tricks are. Let's see, thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah, they're pretty radical. Room for a bit of work. As, you know, you're not uh, you're not international yo-yo standard yet, but you know enough to impress the average teen. Yeah. Whoa. I'm just a teen <laughs> still. Just yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of teen stuff. Yeah, and uh, uh, Derek's a 16 year old girl writing in a diary. You know, you are an actual teen, and you're practicing yo-yo tricks. Says you're playing with your snake. Like that's not a teen thing to do. <laughs> you don't have to be a teen to do that. I've been practicing making my snake bigger and stronger. Oh, yeah, God. I'm pretty sure you're a teen boy. <laughs> okay, and <laughs> Jeff, how is how's Jeff, how are you spending the uh, the next two weeks on board the Teldash? Shots well, fired. Um, I think that I'll probably be trying to get grips to get to grips with me magic. Um, new or that newfound ability. I'm got my eye, my new magic eye or okay. thing. Um, so, are you spending any time with uh, Starflower? Maybe uh, trying to learn how uh, how to can, how to use magic. Yeah, <laughs> imagine if yeah? he said no. <laughs> he just did it by no. himself. <laughs> No, okay, no, I, I, I think definitely. If there's, if would, how would that interaction? Would I have approached her? Has she approached me? Yeah, I think you, um, you know, you had you were having conversations and you talked about this experience of. Um, me eye. You think that you might have magical powers because she commented on your new eye. Um, yeah. You know, there was a certain amount of interaction about that, and she offered to uh, to train you a little bit to watch as as best she could. One hundred percent. And uh, I think you've had a few a few uh, training sessions where she sort of showed you nice. how she controls her magic and trained you a little bit in uh, using some basic uh, some basic spells. Um, yeah, that's uh, excellent. Excellent. That's uh, that is definitely uh, well. So I'm guessing there's a pretty evening sessions. We want to keep those pretty under wraps. That she's. I'm oh, yeah. still relatively ashamed of my magical abilities. I'm not certain if it's a good thing yet. It's had a positive effect, so I think I just need to get a bit of understanding and control of it first. Before okay, I do you want to roll a d20 risk. for me? Yeah, I do. I really do. Oh, I don't like it when I roll. Two. <laughs> Two. <laughs> <laughs> God, that went uh, yeah, you, I mean, you, you do <laughs> cast you do cast quickly. a few spells, but um, you know, you, you haven't yet managed well, to impress as well as Starflower at all. She still thinks you're a bit fucking a weird. Bit um, yeah. For the viewers at home, um, throughout the beginning of that description, Chip had the smuggest of grins that he got to hang out with Starflower for two weeks. Yeah, and then fate intervened and then dropped him down to two. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, I also so... I also did so that's the evening. I'm really sorry, but I have to get into the fact that I want to have a bit more practice with Casper. I want him to I want to get him up to the point where he can say maybe more full sentences. So I want to spend some time just generally chatting to him, not sending him off to do tasks, just getting him better at having more than chair sofa <laughs> and maybe maybe string a so sentence together so i want to get, train him to get okay. a bit more of a you know coherent basically and get a better bond with him uh i mean you certainly bond with him i'm not sure that he's really capable of uh, stringing much more than a couple of words together but uh they could teach I mean, poodles to talk with buttons Okay. I want to give him buttons. He's not a poodle. He's a semi-real uh, octopus that your other three fellow 
adventurers can't see and don't believe you when you talk about him. So, but I know he's there. So hold on, it's during as far this... as they're concerned, you spend you spend a significant amount of time just uh, talking to your imaginary octopus friend. <laughs> um, so during these couple of weeks, we've all walked into the room at one point and seen Jeff with a bunch of buttons, and then one of those little flip books, <laughs> like A is for Apple. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. by himself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is exactly really angry. But it. as soon as as soon as anyone's in the room, it's sort of like a quick oh god, uh, and put it away and just sort of pretend I'm reading. <laughs> pretend I'm reading the book myself. Just sort of like, ah ah. A is for apple. A is for apple. Oh, I, that. I feel like I love the dungeon master scathing. <laughs> they're very thinly veiled put downs at times. Well, yeah, you could, but. Um, he's he's mostly uh, complete bollocks, so no, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> I also like the fact that he said, you've got two weeks, let's have some really cool stuff. And we've all gone, ah, just get better. Just want to work on myself. <laughs> just be yeah. less shit. Yeah, I just... Be better um, is, at d and Is that, that going to help us? Can I be better at D&D now? Roll a two? No, you can't. Oh, okay. What, what do you think, guys? Do we... Because obviously... As an adventuring group, it seems like we've got a lot that hasn't been discussed interpersonally between us. <laughs> Do you think those conversations come up over this few weeks? Does it feel... I am like... open to any and all questions at this point. I feel like at some point over these two weeks, you might have had some questions towards me. Surely. Yeah, I, feel like like, I feel like Derek would walk in, uh, or, or Chip walks... Uh, sorry, Jeff walks what? in. Um, who? Uh, who? who? <laughs> Just some guy on the get bike. him. Uh, walks in, <laughs> murder <with> hobo. <laughs> <laughs> um, reading his uh, l- like you know jolly phonics book, and so it catches Derek writing in his diary. They both awkwardly sort of put their things away, and then finally it's like, so um, all right. I just wanted to thank you for the bracelet. Um, I hope you don't mind me asking, like. Uh, and also just apologise for my my behaviour as of late. I know it's been a bit shocking, weird. appalling, scary. Yeah. Well, you say that, but you have a thing in your eye that still has not been explained. Yeah. So maybe we've all got a bit of baggage. True, true. Um, this was sort of saved everyone, not murdered my own kind. A little bit nervous about that, not going to lie. Derek, it was a, a bad moment. Well... Do you remember when all those angels were chasing us and then disappeared? Yeah. So, you know, we're all put upon in situations that, you know, we're just trying to do our best to help. And uh, often I don't I don't act, uh, uh, you know, according to the interests of the group. Uh, well, in I, the interest of the group, I'd quite to like to know that. what happened. You seem to space out a little bit when... Um... In, in Back in that library, obviously, this happened to me. I had the moment with the magic, and now we all know about my potential magic. You seem to have a bit of a space-out moment when you grabbed hold of that there stuff. That before, I is everything was... all good there now? You've been acting a bit weird and shady and quite aggressive towards the rest I of honestly, us at times. I honestly don't... I don't know. Um, you know, I, I, uh, I was asked to... I was taken back to a place I haven't been for a long time, and I was asked to school give up certain things. Um, no, I haven't been there ever. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I was <laughs> got a degree from the <laughs> School of Hard Knocks. Ah, I had um, a cousin who went there. You know. Yeah, yeah, it's maybe I know him, but 
it wasn't really any classes. Of the <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, I was asked to do something um, to give up a part of myself. As you probably see, I've not worn a beard in a no. while, um, among other things. And it was pressed upon me that I had a duty to fulfil, um, which has been fulfilled for now, but I might be called upon again in future. Um, to be honest, as somebody who's, you know, looking for retirement and just coming out of it because they were bored, I feel like I've made a quite a huge mistake. Um, Doesn't really seem like you're retiring from a lot, mate. Not going to lie. Nope. Anything nope, seems, it like seems like a lot of got things. Got quite an active social life to... at this point. Well, it seems like everything that I was trying to put behind me has sort of just come with me on this you know, journey should, and it might present some problems for you, you guys. should potentially try writing a diary i found that when i was younger writing a diary was quite a good uh, mechanism and that's not really my it speed. just sort of uh, lets it out it's for girls i think i was always raised you know you men real real dwarves they push their feelings deep deep down to the bottoms of mine shafts and hide them in the darkness so uh Maybe one day I'll feel comfortable writing something down, but uh, I'm not used to leaving much evidence, if you know what I mean. So, Well, I think this needs a drink. Should we head off to karaoke? Yeah, let's go. Let's go. What are you singing tonight? I'm, I'm going to go with um, Living on a Prayer. Oh, lovely. Lovely. I, I think yesterday would be nice <laughs> for me. Or the sound of silence. That's what it feels like a little bit. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, cool. Yeah. So you have with Jeff and Devin yeah. just talking to each other with that. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I feel like we were just both in the room. Yeah. So Me what and were you guys saying? There. No. Oh, hello, <laughs> Keth. What have you been up to? What do you look so miserable about? Uh, um You've been miserable for weeks. What's the matter with you? Oh, let's not get into that. Let's just have a it's... drink. Yeah, he's uh, a... <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Uh, oh, thank I'll, God. I'll tell you sometime. BFF's I only. can't wait to check out the wizard's sleeve. Jagers! <laughs> Jeff, 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 Jeff. How's the pistol um, training it's, going? It's going well. Um, you know, I've started rolling my pistol more, and so therefore I've got better shots. I've been practising the roll of the pistol go. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. I mean, we could talk about triggers and... Uh, it starts like... Triggers and barrels like and trajectories, but never mind. How's the training been going with Starflower? Because all th- us three, I haven't seen anything of her. Yeah. And there's you, Starflower, oh, all the that time. Might, Somebody's jealous. That might hey, change Balros. quite soon, to be fair. Um, I don't think I've impressed her. She's... Um, she keeps calling me a buffoon quite a lot. Um, and then other words that I, I don't really feel comfortable saying. Um, they're quite aggressive. She's quite an aggressive person, <laughs> but I think that's her training stance. Um, but it's not working that well. I'm not getting much better. But I, 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 yeah, it's all quite new. How's your magic? How's my magic? Well, I've got some. Uh, I've got some pretty good stuff coming. Actually, I'm pretty confident with Bill now. Uh, good. Mm, you want to see what he can do? Is he gonna? Is he gonna just fuck my shit up again? <laughs> Let's not. While you guys are having this conversation, uh, a an announcement comes out through your car Lexar, and uh, it announces oh, yeah. and it says, uh, 
will Maurus, Derek, Jeff, and Keith come to the captain's cabin, please? <laughs> Amazing. Seven hell. Go on, Keith. Uh, I love it. Uh, Keith isn't here, so I'm not going. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> when I'm summoned, when Keth Frostiron is summoned, I'll be in that goddamn office. Until then, I'm staying here. Are you actually not going? I'm not going. All right, Keith, suit, <laughs> Keith, suit yourself. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Just look around. As a, a build, build I... just twitches angrily in his... <laughs> <laughs> in, his, in his new and improved vivarium in that bunk because <laughs> he just twitches and hears Keith and he's like who's that? that's your master um, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I'm not going anywhere I'm staying in the cabin until I'm summoned <laughs> uh, okay Kalexa clicks back on and says um, sorry uh, Keth please Keth to the captain's cabin thank you Right, you lot, what are you waiting for? Let's go. Does that mean Keith has to stay here, or is Keith still coming with us? Yes. I yeah. thought, oh, you, I thought you were Keith. <laughs> I'll pistol whip you with your new pistol. <laughs> um, so you uh, you all make your way Look to Look at the... me, I'm a sorcerer. <laughs> I'll, I'll rain fire on you. Just to throw a spanner in the works, I'm not actually with you three at the moment. No, we've still got to find you. I, well, you're probably in the crow's nest, are you not? No, I, I, I'm sort of trying to. I'm, I'm queuing outside Nando's to see if it's open. Yeah. Well, if it was open, there'd be a queue. If it wasn't open, then yeah. it's just, outside you're just room, hanging yeah. around outside a closed Nando's. You're not queuing anywhere, are you? Doing yo yo tricks. You queue to get in somewhere. If you can't get in, you're not queuing, you're loitering. That's what you're doing. I'm, just, I'm loitering outside of Nando's, <laughs> waiting for it to open. He's, wait, he's waiting for teens outside no. a closed Nando's. <laughs> Are you one of the guys who you know, wait for the new iPhone that yeah, yeah, two yeah, days you know, before? Stunts, so. <laughs> I've set up my own little bunk outside of Nando's, waiting for it to open, like you would for a new iPhone. Because I've got my black card, and nobody is having the first Nando's apart from me. <laughs> no one's having any Nando's at the minute. <laughs> And it's us cut to uh, us like, talking to the captain going, oh, so this Nando's, when's that opening up? And he's like, three months. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so as, you, as you're stood out there, just stood there, um, Rita Glory comes past and, tell, and uh, it tells you you're supposed to be in the captain's ah. cabin. Um, <laughs> I'll just sort of scut laugh. And uh, as, you, as you enter the room, you find... I'll just say to her, just as I leave, can you, can you watch my stuff and save my spot, please? She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, of course I will. I'll... I mean, there's no one else in the queue. It's not exactly a queue. This doesn't open for weeks, but yeah, sure. <laughs> it's fine. I mean, I don't even think there's anyone in there at the moment. They've just signed the contract, but yeah, sure. It doesn't even have the sign above it. It just says on a piece of A4 printed, Nando's coming soon. That's as far as they've got with the refurbishment. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. yeah, in the Nando's font, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm eager. You can actually see I'm inside waiting. there's nothing in there, but, you know, whatever, yeah. Um <laughs> she says, "Yeah, sure, I'll do that." Um, and as you as you turn to run to the captain's cabin, um, she just walks off. And uh, <laughs> you enter the captain's cabin, you find Keth, <laughs> Jeff, and Derek already in there. Morris! And the captain says, "Ah, shit, sorry, sorry, captain. My uh, my uh, halfling friend. Very nice of you to join us. I sent for you a, a hey, half yeah. hour ago. Where uh, where have you? Sorry, been? I was I was." I was uh... 
waiting for Nando's to open. I'm not going to lie, it's not going to open for months. Got to use that black card. Yeah, they only just signed the lease. We were just talking about that for about half an hour. Sorry, none of us thought to come and get you and tell you. We did walk past you on the way here, but we just didn't want to interrupt. Yeah, you seem you were just enjoying the fact there was a spare bunk in your in your cabin, weren't you? Well, William's got Um, quite big. Derek didn't have to share with Keth anymore. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) No one shares with Keth. (laughs) Right then, you boys, I. uh, I hope you've been uh, relaxing and recuperating during the last uh, two weeks. Yeah. For there's a, a job I have for you. We received some intelligence. There is a ship abandoned as such up ahead. We set a course and we are due to be making contact not long from now. There is a, a bit of miscommunication about it. It must be because it makes no sense what they're saying. They're saying it's abandoned, but they're saying it's fully crewed as well. I'll be honest with you, I'm not certain what that means. It's all a bit of a mystery, to be honest. We were under the impression that this ship carried with it the location of the Cradle of Destruction. It seems, however, we were misinformed. The culprit of this misinformation has been, well, let's say, flogged. It seems instead this ship is carrying with it the location of one of the pieces of eight. Whatever it is, it carries information that is vital to our quest. So... You are, as they say, to go on board and collect it. The reason we're sending you is, well, frankly, look you, it gives us the willies. And uh, thus far, you seem to have been handling all the all this thrown in front of you with uh, alacrity. So you we're the best at handling the willies. Is that what you're telling us? <laughs> Certainly is, my friend. Kef, Certainly Kef's, is. I, I mean, Kef's this been trained. This is we're saying we're a bunch of wankers, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I've been training with my snake every single day. Religiously, fanatically. <laughs> I know that, my friend. I've seen you outside uh, giving it a good old rub down. <laughs> and then I go and train with them. <laughs> but anyway, sorry, right. you were saying... You, sorry, Captain, you were saying the crew were furloughed. They were there, but they were there. They are there. <laughs> But, but we're paying them to be there. But they're all working for home. <laughs> Was that not the joke? I thought that's what you were getting at. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> oh. The crew have been furloughed. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, I have it on uh, good authority for the navigator. We'll be in touch with the uh, in touching distance of this ship in the next two days. So I'll ask you very kindly... Go and prepare yourself to be uh, boarding this ship while we uh, stand to. It should be a very quick mission to uh, hop on board, simply find the documents, and return to us. Have you <laughs> met us before? Like that last quick mission to just jump on a board document and yeah. grab a captain. Just, yeah. <laughs> uh, I understand there's a certain amount of uh, trepidation, but uh, I'll be clear here. It does sound like the ship is abandoned. So it's very much a case of get on board and find the thing. Um, if I may be so bold, uh, Captain, Captain Timbers. In my um, experience, you usually are, my friend. Yeah. Well, it seems like every mission you've sent us on has been an empire trap, to put it bluntly. 
So how do we know that this ship is not lying in wait for us to arrive, and then we are all swarmed by the Empire and the Taldath is attacked? Uh, I'll admit that's uh, an unfortunate coincidence, Svar, but uh, if it puts your mind at ease any, the Taldath will be very close by. In fact, you might say we'll be within touching distance. Very simply, we are going to pull alongside and you're going to hop on board while we weigh anchor and wait for you. Well, not a lot sounds like it can go wrong here, lads. What 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 are we looking for, Timbers? Uh, What's some the thing? documents. They'll be in the main office, I suspect, but uh, really it's correspondence. Referring, in fact, to the location of the next item of power. The piece of eight, if you will. Um, personal correspondence. So this is an yeah. intelligence gathering mission. It certainly is uh, intelligence gathering. No baddies, abandoned ship. And since since we didn't ask last time, what's the name of the ship this time? <laughs> 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 oh, dungeon master oh. thinking on his feet. It's, rolls a D. It's oh, the, uh, it's the, it's the it's microphone the uh, laptop screen. <laughs> it's the, oh, fuck you. Um, <laughs> uh, hmm. uh, uh, the HMS, insert your name here. Uh, yes, uh, it's uh, it's in fact Boaty McBoatface. Boaty McBoatface. <laughs> yes! yes! <laughs> nice. Uh, right then, the, the Boaty McBoat face it is. Then, and there you is. have the name of the next arc. Is that? That you were so struggling for. Is that, is that code is it, is it the SS Mo- Boaty McBoat face? Or is it just, so it's like SS uh, Boaty McBoat face? Just, uh, just Boaty McBoat face. Ah, sound. Ah. Well, that doesn't sound... I was say, for for a mission, down. it sounds quite a laugh, to be honest. We're going to jump onto Boaty McBoatface, yeah. grab some documents, Boaty jump off. McBoat. Like, like exactly. you're going to forget Very that. easy. Right. Very, very um, straightforward. Okay. Even you guys couldn't fuck it up. I think we only said one of us. Well. I'll... I'll As you I'll will. I'll on board. <laughs> I mean... I'll take one for the team. Hop on board. I'll come with you, Derek. I'll be honest, I don't need to know the uh, the ins and outs of your plans, but uh, all I'm going to say is prepare yourself to hop on board in the next two days, grab the document, and then we'll be off. Right. Does that right, sound Captain. fair to you all? Sounds good to me. Right. Sounds, Sorry, sounds good to yes. me. Excellent. Right. Sorry, could you just run the name of the, the, that ship past me again? <laughs> Boaty McBoat Face. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Me, Malrus, Derek, and Paul Daniels, the magician, will all go and get documents from Boaty McBoatface. Makes it easy. Um, can I just can I do a brief um like intelligence check to see if like is Boaty McBoatface is it like a well known Empire ship? <laughs> I'd love that to be the case. Part of their fleet. Um, it's like it's not like a dread that would be or a... something, is it? I'd love the Empire meeting where they decided that. Um... <laughs> well, it was uh, actually put out to the public. It was a Twitter contest. Yeah, it was a public vote. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
if I, the, yeah, the residents uh, of Neverwinter yeah. just uh, have that sen- kind of sense of humour. <laughs> uh, that's a nine. Big... Have I heard nine, of um, face before? You've not heard of it, no. It's not certainly not well, a famous ship. Well, seems like uh, a laugh. Uh, if there's anything else, Captain Timbers, we've got a couple of days. Let us know. Uh, I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah, we can jump on in. Right, very good. Excellent. Well, I'll see you guys later. Yep. I'm. Uh, are you going to be joining us for pizza and uh, pizza and beer nights in Gorgon Ramsmasher's uh, quarters? That real question. You've got a very nice uh, margarita on the. Uh, on the go. What kind? The He's, drink? Uh, famed for it, in fact. I love a good drink. Margarita. <laughs> Both in Thursday fact. pizza margarita night already. <laughs> I'll be there. Margaritas with margaritas. Oh, lovely. That sounds excellent. Excellent. Um, right. I have important captaining things to do. Now, the rest of you, please. Um, what is the word I'm looking for? Fuck off. That, that's two words. <laughs> is that... I love your canny sign-offs, that... Captain. <laughs> See you later. Is that like a gnomish phrase or something? You do keep telling us f- far off. I don't speak gnomish, <laughs> so... It's the traditional uh, farewell of the gnomish people. I will start using it in my everyday language. You only language. say it to people you really Fuck off, guys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fuck off, yeah, you two, Yeah, let's Jeff. all fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right, boys, uh, remember, <laughs> don't fuck it up, all right? Fuck okay, off, Captain. Captain, fuck off! Yeah, fuck off, Captain! <laughs> <laughs> so the boys did just a bit of shopping, and again, Kath was left hopping mad about his shopping and his name after Flint Frostbeard got mixed up during the game. But two weeks at sea gave them time to train, and even Bill Snakespear had some gains. But with confused information and a seemingly simple task, what could go wrong? A question they did ask. Will this really be just a quick recovery? Or perhaps there's more to this confused discovery? And will Captain Timbers appreciate the boy's candor? Find out next time on Roll Britannia. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.